0: Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get Pretty to work sure illegal. <laughs> with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Good morning, it's Mark and Neanderthal. With whom do we have the pleasure of speaking? Andrea DeCease. Hi, Andrea. Welcome to the radio program. You're officially enrolled in Mark and Neanderthal's middle school. Three questions, Get two out of three correct, and the Rocketman DVD belongs to you. Awesome. We're sponsored by Rainforest Plumbing and Air. You can
1: reach them at 602 Ask Rain. It's the Labor Day weekend, so let's ask you some questions about Labor Day. Your first question, what state first celebrated Labor Day as a legal holiday in 1887? What state is that? Oregon, Miami, or Cincinnati?
0: Oh boy.
2: Ah uh... Cincinnati. Oh. Uh,
1: no, no, because it, it, that's not a state. No, that's not a, a city. city. It was Oregon. Not a state. So, oh. Oops. <laughs> Let's move on to the next I question. I believe it's shall... the Queen City, isn't it? It is. No, it's not, it's not. Um, when did the law get passed to officially create the eight-hour workday in America? Was that twelve hundred BC, seventeen oh one, or nineteen sixteen?
2: 1916.
0: That is a correct guess. Great, yes. yes, well done. Yeah, I think that was happening during World War One. They were like, okay, we don't want to make people work this hard. There's a war going on.
1: That was during
0: World War One. Yep. All right, so your
1: last question. From a fashion perspective, what type of clothing are you not supposed to wear? Are you not supposed to wear after Labor Day? Crocs. Paisley clothing, clothing with permanent armpit sweat stains, <laughs> or white clothing? White clothing. Right. Actually, any of those answers was correct. Yes, I would think so, yeah. So you were safe on that. You are a winner. Would you hang on with us?
0: Yeah. All right. So now her weekend begins well. Yes. It's Mm -hmm. a long weekend, by the way. Be careful wherever you're going and whatever you're doing. And and understand that uh, the law enforcement is going to be making sure that your last weekend at the lake is not your last weekend with your license. Yes. Is it the last weekend at the lake? Well, from us
1: here in Arizona. For other people, yeah. Yeah, That's right. That's what I love about that, you know.
0: The calendar and the weather system don't necessarily always sync up together. We're off from
1: everybody else. Like Arizona well, yeah. is different than everybody else. Every every generic commercial you hear
0: where it's like it's winter, it's freezing out there. Yeah, well, it doesn't apply to us. I have a buddy of mine that's already started his uh, wood burning stove up in May. Yeah, it, um, uh, he said he, put, he posted a picture on social media of him sitting by the wood burning stove. I'm, he's like it's a chilly fifty eight degrees in yeah. the house today. I'm like fifty eight. Yeah, the weather stuff just <laughs> does not apply to us here. <laughs>
1: I just Googled, when was the chicken sandwich invented? And when was it invented? It doesn't give you a specific date, but I did that because, hell, we all know the chicken sandwich has been around for a long, long time. Yeah. And so I'm wondering why all the hysteria with Wendy's and with
0: Popeyes about their their stupid chicken sandwiches. It's a chicken sandwich. Yeah, I, I will tell you. I worked at a Burger King in 1983 or 84, um, and I was on chicken sandwich yeah. board. I mean, it They've was been around forever. Yes, I mean that was it's what 35, 30, almost 36 years yeah. ago, right? And they're making these big deals out
1: of these new chicken sandwich. Popeyes, the chicken sandwich is new. I. Yes, P- Popeyes has
0: always been a chicken restaurant. How can the chicken sandwich be new? Chicken sandwich. I don't know if you remember. A few years back, I guess it was Subway or somebody who's making a big deal out of their chicken parm sandwich. Chicken sandwiches have been around, I believe, since chicken and sandwiches. Yeah. And, were invented. And, and how
1: about like the, the story? Popeyes chicken ran out of chicken sandwiches. They ran out of chicken. How does Popeyes run out of chicken? They I'm don't s- have. They don't have access
0: to chicken. Exactly. Well, and here's the thing. And this is the big deal. Everybody is freaking out over Popeye's and Chick-fil-A and Kentucky Fried Chicken. They're all chicken places. They're, they do have chicken. They're waiting. People are waiting in line for
1: hours at a time for this chicken sandwich. And then Popeye says, we've run out. To, I, I feel like they're trying to create hysteria when it doesn't right. really exist. Yeah. As George McFly said to
0: Biff in the movie Back to the Future. Now Beth, don't con me. Don't yeah, this con whole, me. This whole thing does seem like a work. It seems like we're being we're being tricked We're or, being conned. Or, I think at some point you got to say to yourself, well this whole chicken hysteria was all made up. Yeah. I'm because, very suspicious. Now and, and meanwhile over here in the corner just waiting their turn to pounce and just knock everybody out. Is Kentucky Fried Chicken? Remember that old Double Down sandwich? There was a, it was a it was a chicken sandwich where the chicken was the actual bread. It was two pieces <laughs> of fried chicken and then like bacon and crap in the middle of it. That thing was awesome. Oh that was, God. and they don't make that anymore. Kentucky Fried Chicken is like you guys are amateurs. All right. So have, have you heard about? Uh, you know, you, you've
1: been you've been probably seeing some of this stuff. All this hysteria over the uh, hysteria over the chicken sandwiches. Right. Yeah. Uh, I
2: have. In fact, I was by a Popeye Saturday night, and there were twenty cars in line. Um, pretty late at night so
1: would you ever wait in line for a chicken sandwich like wait an hour
2: no not an hour I did that with in outburger out Burger and it wasn't worth it why
1: <laughs> at least she learned her lesson Why would you wait? Why would you wait? If you wait for something that I don't understand. I don't understand it with with an iPhone or anything like that. Why you would wait ever in a line for an hour or two hours for something that's going to be there the next day and the next day after that. Do we have so
0: forth? Do we have Stroud's here in the Valley? I don't think we have Stroud's here in the Valley. There was a Stroud. It's a chicken place in the Midwest. um, And when I was living in Kansas City, they opened a Stroud's. And seriously, the news was there. (laughs) <laughs> like, they, they showed up. They're like, tonight, a brand new chicken establishment yeah. makes its way into Kansas City. And they were like, they, were, they had, to, and there were yeah. lines of cars down the street. It was blocking all the Ridiculous. Yeah, it's I, a chicken sandwich. I just feel like I,
1: it couldn't possibly be that much better than any other chicken sandwich you've ever had to
0: make it worthwhile waiting in line. Time is money. Yes, that's the only non-renewable resource there is, is time. I, here's the thing. You can go to Fry's or any of the supermarkets here in town, walk over to the heat lamp, grab one of those entire <laughs> roasted chickens, go home, slice it up, throw it on a couple pieces of Wonder Bread. You know what you And got? it's essentially the same thing. Yeah. It's a chicken sandwich is chicken what it sandwich. is. I, I just don't
1: get it. <laughs> I, I, it well, if, if it be- you can I know. Disagree. I know. Four eight zero four seven. Okay, Alex. I think you're crazy if you wait in line like that
0: for a chicken sandwich. Now that funny. having been said, if Popeyes and or Chick fil A and or Kentucky Fried Chicken want to bring some chicken sandwiches oh down God. here, but what will you stop? No. It's...
1: a lot of people with opinions about the the chicken mania going on. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, people, it's, people it's... waiting two hours. For a Popeye's chicken sandwich when...
0: When you can go right down the street to churches, which is the same chicken company, by the way. Do they own both of them? Yeah, the same same people own Popeye's. It used to be owned by a guy named Al Copeland. Guy in in Louisiana was Popeye's Chicken. You know who I really trust is the Popeye's Lady on TV. Right, I find her very soothing. Yeah, Al Copeland was a guy that was, uh, he was roided out. He had a bad hairpiece. He was on like his third ex-wife. He had two cigarette boats uh, that he would run on Lake Pontchartrain. And when one blew an engine, he got on a cell phone and made one of his minions come and bring him the other one. And then just jumped in the other boat and took off and left the minion there with the broken boat. Like, (laughs) you deal with it. Yep. That was Al Copeland. That's the guy that ran Popeye's for a long time. What's going on? Hey, did you guys talk about where Popeye's got its name yet? No. Um, It came from, uh, you know, this movie called The French Connection with Gene Hatton? Yeah, Popeye Popeye Doyle, Doyle, sure. It's it's named after Popeye Doyle.
1: How do you know this?
0: It's right there. It's right there on the Wikipedia page. Uh, well, well, yeah, if it's, it's on, on the, the Wikipedia, Wikipedia page, page, it must be true because <laughs> because literally anybody can edit that. Right. What, but oh. but no, I mean I'm not surprised. Knowing uh, and Al uh, Copeland also owned uh, a thing called Big Boys Toys in Louisiana, where he drove like V8 motorcycles and stuff like that. I am not shocked to hear right. that The French Connection was his favorite movie. That does, right. that makes complete sense. Okay, all right. That sounds like it's
1: it's feasible. It's plausible. Probable. We'll try and. Get verification aside yeah. from Wikipedia. Elisa. Well, no, he
0: but- sold he sold Popeyes a long time ago to the same right. people that own churches. But,
1: but it would still tell you where the name came from. Yeah,
0: probably. yeah. yeah.
1: Right, what's up? Hey White Castle history is what you're going to be talking about next.
0: Yeah, that'll be the next thing They're that everybody's going to be freaking Scottsdale. out over that, yeah. Yeah, it's I think that's coming to Scottsdale. In September, I just don't know the real date yet, but it's next month. Yeah, that that is right. They're yeah. doing a White Castle
1: and I think up uh like by the Indian Bend Pavilions around yeah. there. That was a last call destination when I lived in Columbus, Ohio.
0: Sure, yeah. Which was the, the, minute, the minute the minute you got out of the, the bars when the bars had last call, everybody's like, "Okay, we got about 15 minutes to hit White Castle. Let's do it."
1: That's what it was in New York also. Yeah. And yeah.
0: It, you know, trust
1: me, if you don't get them the first day, they will be serving hamburgers even a month from
0: that first day, maybe even 6 months from that first day. I just I don't get the waiting in line. Yeah, for there it. are certain franchises that you know are not going to fail. They've done a, a lot of research to decide before they opened the place whether or not they'd be able to sell a burger or two. So my guess is White Castle will do just fine here in the Valley, especially I mean all you got to do is think ASU, they're going to go to White Castle. Yeah, and, the legend exceeds the reality. And if it fails, was it worth waiting a couple of hours for? Think good point, that. yeah. Good question you can ask yourself.
1: You know, our, our producer Guido just got in, we let him come in a few hours late today, because he went last night to the ASU game. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the game is a strong word. You know, Guido, I, I I wanted to say that I I heard that you didn't call police. You witnessed a mugging, a massacre last <laughs> night, and you did nothing about it. Yep. <laughs> yep
2: absolutely nothing it was planned strategic
1: yep yes very nice strategic yeah it was uh it was only thirty to seven actually I'm sure it could have been a lot more of a massacre had they had they cared to with asu but that's the what they call the blood money game
0: yeah well they don't really call it that they call it a contract game because basically what happens is a small school will sign a contract to play bigger schools and in return for them taking the drubbing and making the bigger school look better by comparison they get money they get 1.5 million yeah it's essentially they call it blood money because they know that their team has no prayer of competing on the same field with this other team. Now, I never got a chance to play in a blood money game because... My college football experience was in Division Three. I saw more people at my high school games than I did at my college games. <laughs> Framingham, Framingham State College was not exactly a a football powerhouse in the Northeast. Here's
1: one from a few years ago when my uh, when my son was a freshman. So this goes back about six years at NAU. He had a couple of buddies from Chandler High who he was uh, you know he was seniors with, and they went to a place in Durango, Colorado, Fort Lewis College, right. and they played football there. Well, it just so happened that year at NAU their First game, NAU's blood money game, right, was against Fort Lewis from Durango, Colorado. <laughs> so they came into NAU to play. Wow, and uh, and we were like, oh, let's you know, let's go watch Jackson and Tyler because you know these were friends of ours, friends of my my they'll sons. Those
0: sound exactly like names. At least they, named, are, I know at those least are you Chandler named, High names. You I know.
1: named your kid normal at <laughs> least. Um, but um, but we go we go to the game <laughs> and. We got there about. There was a lot of traffic outside. We got there about ten minutes late into the first quarter, and I kid you not, it was thirty-five nothing. Nau. Oh no kidding. Over Lewis, and I. You know, if you don't follow football, it takes a while to score thirty-five points.
0: Uh well, not. They go in seven-point
1: chunks. No, not in this game. Um, it's
0: unusual to have that many points scored in uh, that little time. So Guido, when you you went to the game, right? You you attended the game.
2: Yep. Did you yeah. st-
0: did you stay after halftime? Or did you go back, you we, go back to
2: Mill and drink? So they don't have like a re entry uh, right. anymore. They, oh. they don't allow reentry. Oh. So we had to stay uh, if we wanted to watch the rest of the game. Yeah. And At what so point did you give up? We went to the beer garden in about like third quarter mm-hmm. and just hung out the rest of the time. There you go. It, just it watch it like, on the monitors? Yeah, they have Jumbotrons and. Sure, right. You know. So uh-huh. we hung out. Catch, you know, got some brews, catch some touchdowns. And Now, were, were any Kent State fans in attendance last night? Yes, actually. <laughs> right in my section, there were two moms... Great, like, yes. Karen Karen, and Janice were right next to us. Karen and Janice, and, yes. And uh, there were two kids up in the front just cheering F.U. Kent State. And I thought they were saying something more atrocious, but... <laughs> no, that was enough. The yeah. the mom started getting offended and like, oh my gosh, there are kids here. Yeah, and why? We're looking around like, do you know where you're at right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you at a college this, football game. This is college, game. yeah. <laughs> But at that point, why pile on? I mean, you you know they're going to get murdered <laughs> well, on the that, field. That why that do you have on. to drub it in like oh, that? Oh, no, that, w- that was, like, yeah. the first play, and we were like, oh, okay, these, these guys seem, you know, capable. And then they dropped the ball, like, three or four times. Yeah.
0: yeah. We're just
2: like, oh, this is um, going to be a brutal It was a game. little
0: too big for them, I yep. think. <laughs> That's probably what it was. Yeah. while, stupidity takes no holidays, which is why your Labor Day weekend edition is a good one yeah. for the Mark and Neanderthal Dumbass of the Day. Yeah, it's sponsored by Ride Now,
1: Sports at ridenow.com. You can see it on the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page. A lot of people sent this one in to us also. Okay. What a terrible morning William Kelly of Kennewick, Washington had on Sunday. Billy! Yep. What happened, Bill? William was up early on Sunday morning, getting a good, fresh, early start on the day. On a Sunday? Drove his red 1992
0: Chevy pickup into town. Is that the one that the convicts are driving out of of Utah? No, they're driving a GMC. Oh, okay. Well, same company.
1: General Motors. (laughs) So William parked his truck in a lot downtown in Kennewick. Then he walked away to take care of some things. Now, I would not recommend William's method of leaving his car, which was that he left his keys sitting on his front seat where anybody could see them. Sure. And that's exactly what happened. Wow. William got back to his car a short time later, just in time to see somebody
0: starting it up and pulling it out while William futilely ran after them. Well, that's going to probably put a put a damper on the yeah. activities that William had planned for the day, which exactly. were...
1: Exactly, yeah. Well, first thing he did was call police. You know, sure, why wouldn't he, you? Yeah, exactly. He got his car stolen, his truck stolen. So, uh, yeah. he reports the theft. Police arrived. They took the report. Luckily, a nearby business had surveillance cameras, and police reviewed the footage. Unfortunately for William, police could not make out the person who stole his truck, and they've asked the public for help with
0: that. Well, that's unfortunate. Now, surveillance footage is not always uh, always the best footage. You can't really determine what's going on sometimes well, in these videos.
1: Well, you can only determine, determine some things, like what William was doing. Oh, what was William doing? He was breaking into the business across the street from the truck. Oh. Yes. So... The police report resulted in no arrests regarding car thieves, but it did result in one William
0: arrest. Now, let me ask you a question. Having engaged in the occasional nefarious activity in my lifetime, if you were planning a break-in of a business, all right, Mm -hmm. and you wanted to secure yourself a decent getaway... Would you not have left the keys in the ignition with the engine running of your truck? I mean, if it's just going to get stolen anyway because you <laughs> left them on the front seat, like that extra that extra nine seconds that it would take for him to get in the truck, sit, take the keys off the seat, yeah. put them in the ignition, start the truck, put the truck in gear and go, that's the potential for getting caught, wouldn't you think?
1: I, I suppose so. Are
0: yeah. you saying, William, I'm, I, all I'm trying to say is I question William's intelligence. His judgment? little bit yeah yeah, little bit, little yeah bit. I, I, mean, I mean he's not the best thief in the world no not that's... that i would advocate thievery
1: no absolutely not
0: but... i'm just saying he's made there were several mistakes made in this caper and that is
1: why he's the mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day
0: hi this is eric bloom of blue oyster cult and i think that was a beautiful story you just told
1: 100.7 KSLX, The Beatles, and right before that, the band that was in town last night on their 50th anniversary tour, ZZ Top. And Harrison went to the show. He just checked in with us. You won tickets from us, huh?
2: Yes, I did, man.
0: That's, that's really They were really good. Now,
1: have you ever seen them before? No, I never have. So you waited 50 years
0: to sure. see them. Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, so, well, you want to make sure, you know, that they're good by the time you right, see them. Exactly. Never want to see a band on their first tour. We've though.
1: talked That's to right. a couple of people yeah. this morning who haven't seen them before, but saw them last night and enjoyed the hell out of it. So yeah. don't wait another 50 to see them again, okay? <laughs> That's not to say that they won't be touring.
0: <laughs> you never know. It's Friday morning, everybody. Yeah, we're at that point. It's a long weekend, by the way. So this yeah. could be for some people. I mean, you know, we've got the colleges are all back in, in town. So this could be for some people their experience with beer being their first one, which Ooh. is why we like to reminisce with my first beer. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, we, if you've got one, you can always share them to us. You can always send them to us by email, mark at kslx.com or neanderpaul at kslx.com. Or hit us up on uh, on the phones at 480-470-KSLX. I was,
1: uh,
0: I was probably around eight or nine. My my dad was always playing cards, and they're all drinking beer. And they, they said, here, try one. And when I tasted it, it was like the most <laughs> awful thing I ever tasted. And it tasted that like, shit. <laughs> what
1: brand do you remember? Um, it was probably Schlitz. Well, that is, shit, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, Schlitz is. I mean, it sounds exactly the way it tastes. That's right. Okay. No doubt about that. Here's one for you. All right. Tell me if you have heard of this or when the last time you heard of it was. Okay, then. Guys, about first beers, a friend of mine and I, when we were about 12, found a can of Carling
0: Black, black label. label. Oh, yeah. Terrible beer. I've heard it's... that in 25 years, probably. I believe it's Carling's Black Label. Yeah. I think, I think it's plural.
1: Yeah, I Oof. think there are multiple Black Labels. Ugh. He said a friend of mine found the can of Carling Black Label on the side of the road. That's where it <laughs> belongs. That sits that's, in its natural habitat yep, right yep. there. That was put there by somebody who had tasted it before. Yeah. Uh, since Even we, Schlitz drinkers are going, <laughs> oh, not that. Since we were closest to my house, we went to my basement bedroom to try it. I could only do two sips and thought it was horrible. You are right. My friend was able to finish it. Wow. That man is a glutton for punishment. Yeah, I, you know, my mom drank the high life, and that was garbage back then. My dad would have all these random beers down in the basement, and they were kept in the basement in warm climates. Of course. You know, sure. and then they'd put them in the fridge when he needed them to be cold for later. But one of his traditional ones was
0: old bohemian Bach beer. Never heard of it. No. Let's see, I haven't heard of it since. Yeah, my my dad drank Schlitz. He was a Schlitz guy. My mom was a Miller High Life guy. We had high-class beers in my house. Yeah, yeah. Compared, compared to
1: old Bohemian Bach beer, yes. yes.
0: You no, absolutely, absolutely not, did. so. Here's yeah. your first beer right there. Oof. Good morning! Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX.
2: Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, or pie made with fresh, cosmic, crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. And right now, you can
0: save when you shop your faves. Just buy six or more participating sale items and save 50 cents each with your card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time.
1: Can I be real for a second?